Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, there lived four otakus. One was a rather masculine man who preferred all things manly. The second was a girl who just happened to love her Fujoshi bait. The third was as adorable as a tiny kitten, and the fourth a young lady who happened to love the spooky and scary. But one day, just before the most wonderful time of the year in the dead of winter, the four learned of something exciting, something that they had both yearned for as well as waited patiently for the day with which they would gush over. It had romance, it had fantasy, and it had a second season that was just about to start airing in Japan. This is the tale of Dub Talk and Snow White with the red hair. I think that covers the gist of it, don't you? Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funimation, I was, hire her! I was so tempted to interrupt, but I just didn't want to ruin it. So. Yeah, I couldn't ruin that. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're like, I was like, am I going to get some improv? No, okay. Uh, you're like the weirdest okay. like, For those who couldn't fairy tell tale. from the fairy tale introduction, welcome to Dub Talk, where we discuss a recent English dub announcement or review the dub of a series that was released on DVD or Blu-ray rather recently. I'm Stephanie. Ste- wow, I can't even say my own name today. I am Stephanie. <laughs> I am Stephanie. Stephanie, are you a drunk ago? Quite possibly, I haven't been drinking. Um, and I am joined, as always, by Hardy and Megan. As always. Uh, well, not as always. I kind of had to step out last time because I didn't well, watch the show. So. Nine times out of ten, one or both of you are here. One but of anyways, the two of us is always um, here. <laughs> also joining us today is someone we have not had on here in a long-ass time <laughs> since our BBB party, actually. We have <laughs> Miss Katie coming to join us. I'm back! Yay! Okay, today the fairy tale intro seemed pretty much appropriate uh, because we're going to be giving our thoughts and opinions on the casting for Snow White with the Red Hair, the first broadcast dub of the winter season that was announced from Funimation before the winter e- season even started. I hate all of you for this. <laughs> you love us. Yeah. As always, we're going to be covering the announcement from here to Timbuktu and beyond giving our predictions, opinions on casting choices, and our impressions on, well, it's going to range from short clips to the entire first season. So it's a mix. So today's kind of a mix of a dub announcement and dub review episode. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, because Funny actually learned their lesson last time from Tokyo Ghoul and uh, Yona of the Dawn to start I from want the beginning. first half of Yona, damn it! <laughs> yeah. So, hooray! Yeah. <laughs> um... So, might anyway. I just add, I really hope they do the same thing for Concrete Revolutio next season. Mm, we'll find out. We will. I, I mean, yeah, they could be work, trying to work on it now while the winter season's going on. We'll see, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, we have a nice long list, so we're going to get through it, hopefully. Um, so let's start with the ADR director, because the ADR director, at least on the technical side, is basically one of two individuals that were, was announced. There was an ADR engineer announced, but we've never talked about them before. Yeah. So Thank we're you. just gonna, we're just chatting about the director today. <laughs> um, so, predictions for ADR director. Who would like to go first? I would. Okay, Katie, what do you got? I I, uh, I don't thought about this, but uh, I eventually settled on uh, Joe McDonald with uh, possibly my uh, backup being uh, Caitlin Glass. Ooh, Joel. Yeah. Well, Joel would have been an interesting pick. Now right. I think about it. 
Yeah, he's done Comedy Summer Kiss, so he he's done his show, John. Wait, no, I, thought, I um. I thought Jerry did Comedy Summer Kiss. Oh, oh God, did he? So I know he Joel was did. in it, but I didn't. Oh my I thought it was God. Jerry. Uh, oh no. That's okay. Joel would have been an interesting pick either way. Mm-hmm. I think the only dilemma on Joel's end is that since Assassination Classroom 2 is up this season 2, mm. I think that'd be the only dilemma for him. But Joel mm. probably would have been an interesting pick. But I will also agree with your backup pick as Kate, for Caitlin Glass, because Caitlin Glass was one of my picks for director. Yeah. I don't I don't usually pick the director, as most of you guys know, but uh, mm. I, I didn't think it would go to McFarlane. Oh, and God, so no. I thought, you know, probably Caitlin yeah. Glass as well. Yeah. Because she, she did Oron. So. My first, uh, my first thought uh, was my Farland, but then figured he'd be doing Dimension W, which he probably will be. So yeah, yeah that was and my, that uh, was my, my thoughts, thoughts did too. go to Caitlin because of uh, Oron. This is the best JoJo since then. Mm-hmm. My thought was Caitlin Glass first. I also considered McFarland at first because like this seems like something that he would probably have a, just a little fancy like interesting like want to maybe do it but i didn't think he but ended no, up doing it no he but. was too busy doing no rin of all things apparently oh good lord <laughs> that surprised the hell out of me that was everyone's surpri- gotta take a trip to the trash can once in a while that was more to, more of a surprise than but he loves Neptunia. it that's the thing he was like i love this show i get it keep directing it <laughs> Fan um, service and farming. Hells yeah. <laughs> My yeah. second choice in director, um, because of bringing up Yon of the Dawn, because of Yon of the Dawn, I actually also had Colleen Funkenberry in here. That was going to be me. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured, like, because she did something similar, even though Snow White is less action-y and more fairy tale oriented compared to Yona. I thought maybe that kind more of... dragons. <laughs> just needs more dragons. But I thought, like, maybe as a second choice, Colleen would be a good fit there. So, anybody else have any other ideas for director? I know we, because we had Joel, we had Caitlin, we had Colleen. Any other ideas? I mean, no, that's basically if throwing it. it. If we're throwing it out there, I mean, eh, shot in the dark. I don't know. Maybe Jerry Jewel's not busy or something. I kind of enjoy the shit that he does. True. Jerry would have been a decent pick too. Yeah, I don't think he would have been as good as what we got, but I would have accepted it. I think Tatum would have made it entertaining. Because it is a fairy tale sort of, mm-hmm. uh, of that would have been fucking hysterical. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, if he if he had <laughs> made it more Shakespearean, but you know I'm appreciate I appreciate the dialogue for what it was that it wasn't totally Shakespearean. It was much Dude. more relatable. Yeah. Dude, Zen had a Shakespeare moment at the end of the first season. It was fantastic. Uh, very very much. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um. So anyway, the ADR director for the show. It's a name we haven't heard all that much. Hey, yeah, he's been coming around as an mm-hmm. AR director during the last uh, year when mostly he's been uh, an engineer. An engineer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the ADR director we have for Snow White with the red hair is Chris George. Big old guy. Mm. Now, Chris George, as Katie just mentioned, he was mostly an ADR engineer. Um, but this past year, he's leapt into the directing field. Um, he's been the assistant director for Absolute Duo and Death Parade. Oh shit, he was great. He was Death Parade's directing was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, w- one of those shows is worth watching at least. <laughs> at least, and yeah. then I thought for a second that Snow White was his first directing gig. Apparently not, because um, yeah, he, unfortunately <laughs> that goes to high school. High school, school DHD, 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 D
And he was also the assistant director for Soul Eater Not. So he's actually worked with Zach Bolton twice, at the very Ooh. least. Okay. Um, On the bright side, at least Soul Eater Not isn't watchable, at least. Yeah. Mm. So he's fairly new in terms of, like, full-fledged directing, or directing in general. But he's at least been around for a long enough time to at least, like, see how things go and get experience and maybe learn a few things along the way. Honest- observation. Yeah, honestly, I thought he did a really good job with this. I was really, I think it's a very solid piece. It is it- phenomenal. Yeah, from my, from what uh, clubs I've seen, clubs I've seen, uh, it is very, very solid. Mm-hmm. I am just, like, fully surprised at how well this is. Like, both directing and writing-wise, because writing is, the writing is so fantastic, too. Mm-hmm. And I we don't even know who wrote the ride a horse! <laughs> Drunk Shiryuki is best Shiryuki. <laughs> um, but we'll get to that in a while. <laughs> don't spoil it! I'm sorry, that was like one of my favorite lines in the whole show! I, I, almost, I almost spoiled it, because I was thinking of the voice actor's name, and I was about to say Don't like, spoil it! No. I cried anyway, so hard. Anyway, anyway, um, back to Chris George. A phenomenal job. Like as of right now, I think this is probably one of the best broadcast dubs that I have seen yet. Yeah. I think it might and be that because is they very act- much saying something. That might be because they actually had time to work on it, as opposed mm-hmm. to the others. They actually waited a season before they cranked it out at yep. the breakneck speed, so they actually had time to go back. For all we know, they probably had it all done. They just chose to release it in chunks. Hmm, that possibly. is a possible. Yeah. Or hell, they probably ha- didn't finish like the latter half of the series or the last few episodes before they started releasing it. We don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But, but it, was, it honestly is one of the better brought. It was hell. I actually liked the show more in English than I do the Japanese. And the Japanese is still good too. It's really solid. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's again. It's not. I'm saying that it's bad. I just there are certain shows where I enjoy it more in English than I do in Japanese. Right. Yeah. We had this conversation when we did Terror and Resonance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in terms of writing, I'm kind of like because listening to who the, the fuck wrote this? I know. Listening to the yeah. script and the dialogue, it's like who the hell wrote this? And you want to know who I might have a suspicion it might be? Who? 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 I think it's possible that it might be Tatum. Oh. No, I, I don't think it's, it's Tatum. It's possible. I think this is something that could be up Tatum's alley, considering Romo, Romeo X Juliet. Though. Normally, I'd agree with you, but it's not as hokey Funky? as Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know about that. that. I don't know about that. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah. Who's the fairest of them all? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's when you compare it to Romeo X Juliet, it's much more grounded and level-headed than uh, than a lot of. Tatum's other work, so it might be. Tatum. Yeah, it all... you know, it's, it's a possibility. Like, it's, I'm not saying 100 it is, but it's something that could be up his alley if he really wanted to take it on. <laughs> up Tatum's alley. Me and Hardy are fucking immature children. Jesus Christ! The only other person that I think it might be, and she was actually my main prediction for writer. I figured Monica Rial might. Yeah, be I was about to. Who I on. thought it was. Yeah, her. Her or possibly Josh Grayley? I was gonna say, it was the dynamic duo. They are like a dynamic duo. The dynamic dynamic duo of innuendo Tokyo Girl? Mm. Tokyo Girl, they also have the end. Yeah, that's right. Uh, You know what? You know what? You know what? what? Fuck it, I'm bringing her in here. 
because uh, of Terra and Resonance. I'm throwing Jamie Markey in for Ring 2. Mm. I was going to say, we also get to throw Bonnie Clunkenbeard into this party? Just everybody in Funimation wrote this. Just the whole studio. Everybody. <laughs> Everyone. Including that guy who sweeps the floor. No, Fuck it, you're going to write for this episode. Including the, show too. including the double talk crew. So Justin, who? Lauren, and Chad. Chad James. This. Chad James, anime writer. <laughs> Anyway. The last person you want to give a script to is Chad James. So. <laughs> Unless it's Lauren Moore, and then she'll just fill it with cat and food references. Aren't I, aren't I still supposed to be writing the, the Miss Carol erotic fan fiction? I don't know, but we need to get going. We need to Yes, we do. I think at least we're in agreement on, in terms of directing and writing-wise, even though we don't know who the writer is. Holy mother of God. This is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Ah. Uh, Makes me so happy. Also ah. happy. So, moving on. We have a whole, a lot of people. The majority of this episode, people are going to be doubled. They're going to be paired off with people. Um, I think we're covering everyone from the press release minus one person is being added in. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, first ones to talk about. Let's talk about Kihal and Lord Brecker. Now, these two, they come in in the later episodes of season one. Um, Key Hall is a girl from this island south of Clarinas who is there trying to convince Prince Zen to have Lord Brecker stop hunting and poaching the birds that are very, very important and sacred to them. Or as, we like, to, as we like to call them, douche face and short shorts. <laughs> yes, yes. Apparently Hardy's favorite part about Key Hall is her short shorts. <laughs> and Lord Brecker is, a, again, the douchebag who's poaching birds and is an asshole. He is so, one of many royal douchebags. Yes. So not I did not have predictions for either of these characters. Did anyone have predictions for these characters? No. Nope. I, I only watched to episode three of the subtitle, so I didn't even know the characters were a thing. So. Okay. Yeah. So then we can just skip to who they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Lord Brecker. Lord Brecker is being voiced by Duncan Brannon. And mm-hmm. Key Hall is being voiced by Bryn Apple. No about su- Duncan. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that guy? did I have a prediction for Key Hall? I did have a prediction for he- Key Hall. I'm a dummy. Mm-hmm. I had two predictions for Key Hall. I had Monica Rial and Caitlin Glass. Mm-hmm. Not much else to be said there. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. um, you know Duncan. who they are. Moving on. <laughs> Duncan Brecker. Duncan Brennan Brecker. Wow. <laughs> this fucking Duncan, guy. Duncan Brennan. He's. Mm-hmm. He's, he has a very decent-sized resume, but not a lot. Um, he has had decent-sized roles in Magical Index 2, uh, Dragonaut the Renaissance, Renaissance Resonance, Ereka 7 AO, uh, Jeyusei, Last, Last Exile Fan the Silver Wing. He's Mr. 3 from One Piece, good lord. Um, he's in Samurai 7, Seraph of the End. Who the fuck is Seraph? Goshi. Oh shit, he's weak! Oh my god, he's the Dankest Army member! <laughs> oh my god, he's Weed Guy from Sarah! <laughs> and, uh, let's, uh, get this out of the way. The voice of Bobbity is also the, uh, former voices of Brian the Dinosaur and Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, good That Lord. is some range. <laughs> oh, god. Wait, 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 wait. He's not only Weed Guy from Sarah, he's also Chuck E. Cheese. And yeah, he Funimation was. I think they changed the voice actors like a couple of years ago. Yeah. What the fuck? And as for Bryn <laughs> April, you probably you've heard her. You've heard us talk about her several times on here. Now she's she's been gaining a lot of ground, a lot of really mm. major roles. She's um, Jamstar's waifu. <laughs> 
Um, she's in Attack sorry, on buddy. Titan is Krista. She is Ritsu from Assassination Classroom. <laughs> she... Oh, I don't want to spoil that in case that episode happens. Um, she is Roka and Defrag. She is also... Cyan and Show by Rock. Yep, Nina from Gangsta. Uh, Naldi and Fairy Tale. Yes, the monkey version of Mamaru from Kamisama Kiss. Hiyori. Hiyori from Noragami. Izumiko from Red Data Girl. Uh, good god, yada 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 yada. Hardy likes adult Brin. Brin's big girl voice. and Soul Eater not. Yep. Oh my god. When Brin did Izunami in season Holy shit! We were all like, what the fuck? It was fantastic, but anyway. Brin actually, yeah, speaking of Izunami, actually, Kihala is actually a more mature sounding Brin, like a more lower tone, compared to like what we normally hear her as. Mm -hmm. You know what and, it reminds me of almost is, mm -hmm. and you're going to hate me for bringing this up, oh, because I made you watch this. <laughs> oh I no, love this I, part I of the show. Hate you. I'm really she was. She was, in the world. she was the reporter in The Strongest in the World. Oh, God. I, I love when this part of the episode. I thought you were about to talk about Apocalypse Zero for a no. second. I'm like, I didn't she, hate you. I don't even one. think she was alive when that was appearing. But anyway. She wasn't. No. I don't think <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah, she was way too young for that. She, yeah, she's too young for that. Because I remember she we, she wanted to come play Cards Against Humanity with us at this bar. And she couldn't get in because she was um too young. Uh, yeah, that's right. So how do we feel about Brenda's key hall? I, I know, like short I know, I shorts. It. It's a uh, it's a change of face for her. I like her when she uses her big girl voice. Because actually Aww, that's closer. That's a cute way to put it. That is that is actually closer to her actual voice if you listen to her in commentaries and whatnot. She actually has a lower register. It's uh, she actually has to raise it up for the Moe characters that she usually yeah. plays. Moe, Moe. It, Especially it's Krista. Just, it's just funny because the Moe characters are mo most ones that we see. Mm -hmm. And then there's very few exceptions. Like, Hiyori is a little bit of an exception, but more particularly Izunami. when she... Izunami, yep. And then Kihal is definitely an exception here. To be fair, I think one of my favorite Crystal lines, Moe Crystal lines, is just when... Rainer's like, if I win, all the girls have to wear swimsuits, and she just turns and it does this dramatic mercy. You pig. <laughs> that was the like my favorite moment in that show. You pig. Robert McComb got shut down. down. <laughs> next to next to like like them all like cheering for the power of friendship and Ymir just looks around and goes, This is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So apparently we're in agreement that Bernie's fantastic. Uh Duncan. Duncan as Lord Brecker. He was an asshole and it was great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's Thank really you, the only Captain way to Weed. Play it. Thank you, Captain Weed. <laughs> he got the weed. <laughs> he was gonna be a lord, but then he got high. <laughs> now we're crossing. He was gonna Sarah. go and shoot some birds, <laughs> but he was but high. high. <laughs> now he got arrested, and I know why. Why, man? <laughs> Hey, yeah, cause he got high. Because he got high. Because he got high. Because he got high. Oh, God. And that was our musical hour, everyone. Oh, no, it's gonna get so much better. I think it's good to move on, because that pretty much sums up how Duncan did as Lord Riker right there. I hunt for sports. I think we're good to move on. Are we good to move on? We are yes. good to move on. Alright. So the next two. One is a member that is on the press release. One is not. So we're going to talk about Atri and Mihaya. Uh, 
<laughs> so context. Atri is also in the second half of the first season. He is an old friend that um, fuck that episode. That that becomes friends with Zen, and then shenanigans happen. Oh, I shenanigans! Said I. Yeah. Shenanigans? You call that fucking shenanigans? That's ripping my heart out and shitting on it. Calm down. Calm down. No. Calm down. Calm down. It's okay, Megan. Goose Fraba. And then Mihaya. Mihaya shows up in the second episode, I believe. Uh, and then he randomly shows up again in season two. I know, right? Fuck you, um, writers. Mihaya, um, he appears in the second episode of season one, and he kidnaps Shiryuki. He's gonna sell her off. What an asshole. <laughs> yeah, trying to plot to sell her, because she has this beautiful red hair. Everyone wants her damn red hair. Jesus Christ. Um, and, like, uh, and like Katie said, he pops in again at the beginning of season two. Because so, fuck you, that's why. I, yeah, kind of figured talk about him since he does pop in again. Um, so prediction-wise, I didn't have anything for Atri, but I did have something for Mihaya. I had, I had one. I think I had one for Mihaya, but I can't I remember who it was. <laughs> I didn't have anyone for either of them, but when I was making my predictions, I actually did it after the press release, and no, I didn't look at it beforehand. Two of the characters got spoiled for me. One of them was Audrey, and the other one was Kiki, because some people can't, some people can't remember not that they follow people on Facebook and don't look at Facebook while you're doing casting announcement, casting guesses. Another meaning is Megan is dumb. <laughs> so Megan was spoiled for Audrey. Katie, did you have any predictions for Audrey or Mihaya? No. Okay. Um, my prediction for Mihaya. I bet Megan would have at least liked this a little bit better. I picked Micah Solasad for Mihaya. Oh, it would have been better who it would actually happened. <laughs> and, and yeah, because I figured, like, when I saw the character, I figured snarky, slightly asshole sounding Micah would have fit for that. So Yuichiro. Yuichiro, yeah. Or Basically. I, Yuichiro, I, Soul, something along those lines, yeah. I did have a... I cannot, for the life of me, think about who I... I cannot think about. Was who it I Rico had. Fajardo? It was not Rico Fajardo. <laughs> Daryun! Daryun! Actually, you know, I think it, I think it was Jerry Jewel. You think it was Jerry? Oh, I think Mihaya? it was Jerry Jewel as Mihai. Okay. Oh, when yeah. in doubt, when when in doubt, whip it yeah. out. <laughs> anyway, um, that is obviously what did not happen. <laughs> so Atri, um, Atri ended up being like a soul sod. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's mad. I'm and, so uh, pissed Mihaya, about this. Mihaya, um, I don't think we've brought him in for a long ass time. It's Clifford Chapin. Yay! It's been a while since we brought Clifford back in here. Um, but anyway, in terms of roles, Micah, good freaking lord, you've heard us talk about him several freaking times now. I'm so salty about this. <laughs> um, for Micah, you have heard him. Do you want me in... just to do it because I'm in love with his acting? You've heard him in Assassination Classroom, in Soul Leader, in Blood Blockade Battlefront, in Defrag, in, oh lord, Red Data uh, Girl, Rebecca 7AO, in Heavy Object, in Normangund, in Kami-sama Kiss, in Noragami, in Ping Pong, in- Coming to a local theater near you! In, <laughs> in uh, Space Dandy, in Show by Rock, you've heard him in a good amount of things. Seraph of the End, of course. Of course. Yes, Seraph of the End. Um, and Clifford! You have heard Clifford in Assassination Classroom as well, Attack on Titan, and Attack on Titan Junior High, Defrag, Gangsta, Asmika. What the? This has never been brought up. Where did Fuck. that freaking little boy voicing Mikhail from Gangsta come from? 
voice acting black magic dumb? Where did that come from? Or that it's definite, black magic. It he came from the, the dark arts. It came from the same place that Josh Greeley gets his female Armin voice from. <laughs> because and on that day, Armin gave Lord. everybody the weirdest photo. Lord, yes. I was so confused. It, 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 Clifford, it kind of worked. I was like, what the fuck, though? And anyway, on this day, a few, a few Armin other roles. He's also him. in Heroic Legend of Arslan. He's done Psychopaths 2. He is in Robotics Note, Tokyo Ghoul, um, Breaking <laughs> Machine Doll. Over that. And probably, probably one of my favorites, Yoon from Yoon of the Dawn. Not Penguin Yoon, I Bishonen Yoon. Law and Order. That's a toy gun. That one was a friggin' female Yoon. Good Law and Order. Law and Yoon. Anyway. Anyway, how do we feel about Micah and Clifford? Fuck you, director. Fuck you, Chris George. She's just mad so pissed. Because, spoiler alert, Atri dies. Oh, okay. oh, you thought, you thought, you, you you know, Megan, I upset, I understand you're upset, but I mean, we had to watch Drunk Uncle Marcus die right next to him. <laughs> yeah, no. too. That is a bigger I tragedy. I thought you only watched three episodes. Are they done? I, I, finished, the, I yeah. finished the show. We finished, We've, we had already finished it. Yeah. In English, we, finished we didn't finish the Japanese. Done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was Marcus yeah, not only Yeah, body. not only did Micah have to die, we also had to brutally kill Uncle Marcus. <laughs> How dare <laughs> you, Chris George? <laughs> fucking monster. But no, anyway. like, okay, no, that's not even the worst part of it. The worst thing was I was sitting on my phone watching it, and I saw it pop up, and I paused my video, and I just get on Twitter and direct message, I'm like, Micah's gonna die, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And then and we, we watched the episodes like shit. And, and, <laughs> we, and we responded to Maggie. It's like, doesn't he always? <laughs> That's kind of a thing if you don't realize it. Like, it I'm pretty sure Yuichiro has died like there. three separate times in Seraph already. Um, yeah, almost um, everybody yeah. Micah plays dies. Like, or is brutally maimed and mur- like brutally maimed. <laughs> anyway, to which winner of the Micah. Anyway, Mike- anyway, okay. you think of in, in terms of um. Performance-wise. It was really good! It was good. It was fine. Micah was Micah. Clifford was... Creepy and kidnapper. uh, Yeah, I haven't really heard Clifford be, like, devious in a while. And in his natural-sounding voice, not little kid Mikhail Mikhail voice. Um, Mikhail! I think the last time I heard him go in that direction was um, Red Data Girl, actually. That was one of his first shows. Um, Clifford's in Red Data Attack on Titan 2. So, it's been a while, and I think Clifford, it works. And I'm excited. I'm I'm just excited to have more Clifford coming in for season two. Don't don't forget, he's also F.U. Senpai at the end of Noragami. Oh, God, Senpai! Senpai. (laughs) Fuck you, Senpai! (laughs) Uh, Hardy Hardy doesn't know why. Broadcast up for that yet, so. Hardy doesn't know why yet, so. And I won't Either way. I won't tell him. My either. point, my point still stands. I haven't seen him be evil and devious in a while, so this is nice. Are we good? Yeah. Are you? Are you, all, we... are you set with your rant about Micah, Megan? Yes. Yes, mom. Okay. okay. Yes, mom. So let's move on to. Oh, who do we got next? Hi, <laughs> pair of assholes. Oh, I think. Nope, not our pair of assholes. Thereafter, we have Prince Raj and his attendant Sakaki. So the first, the second set of assholes. 
The other set of assholes. Well, Sokka Key's not really that bad. He's no, just Sokka Key's he not does bad. what he's told. He just yeah. puts up. He just puts. I didn't. Yeah, he just puts up with Sokka Key's the guy sits. with the uh, bandana over his head. We can never see his eyes. No, no. that's not him. No, he's, that's um, that's Garak's. Um, he's Raj. Yeah, so Sokka Key is um, Prince Raj's attendant. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Prince Raj, he's basically the reason. You could essentially say he's the reason. And how sure you can met Zen to begin with. Yep. He was trying to become Ghost Pip. <laughs> he was trying to become Ghost Pip. <laughs> he was trying to become. He was trying to become ye old Ghost Pip. Oh God! And considering how some of the casting went, um, ye old Ghost Pip. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Sakaki, I'm going to take a wild guess that no one made predictions for. I no. didn't even know he was a real main character. I thought he was just a background role. Yeah. Well, and in a way, comes, he is, but I he mean... He kind of comes in a bit more. Mostly when it comes to... He's with Raj, though. Um, Prince Raj, I had two predictions. I had, I had one, well. and I didn't know if it was going to actually get it, but I just said, you know, what the heck? I'll say it's Vic Mignogna. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would have been amazing and funny. All yeah, things considered. I had uh, fairy tale in mind when I uh, did my production for Raj and Sinclair. Really? I've got yeah, two. Ian, Ian definitely would have handed up for that. He would have. Yeah. Knowing Ian, he definitely would have handed up for that. Right. Um, Megan, you said you had two? Joe McDonald or Jerry Jewel. Okay. One of mine was actually Joel. My other one was Aaron Dismuke. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Aaron! <laughs> Make him the snarky. That would have been awesome. That would have that would have worked recently. Yeah, no, I know. We, when we do Carnival, we get to talk about the darkest timeline with Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had Aaron in two places, and you're gonna see in a minute where I threw her, where the other spot where I put him. Um, obviously we're all wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you it's... better say his name right. <laughs> Speaking of fairy tale. Oh, speaking of fairy tale, um, we have to ad- we have to bring up and address him as his lord Todd fucking Hammercorn. <laughs> or 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 in this case or in this case Todd Hammercorn. <laughs> Todd fucking there Hammercorn. So much ham going on with this. Um, uh, and while we're at it, Sakaki, he's being voiced by Robert McCollum. Hmm. While we bring that in there, before we forget, <laughs> so. Sokka oh yeah, and Robert McCollum's in this show too. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. So the two of them they bounce off of each other really well, definitely. Like with Todd's over, like overacting and hamminess, and like all these moments where he freaks the hell out, and then like you have Robert as Sakaki as a sort of the straight man between the two. They let Todd rule a country. <laughs> Terrible twice? idea. Apparently so. Terrible twice. idea. We let him run things twice. Personal oh, here in an online world of fucking fairies. We let's don't see how that fucking we, worked out. We don't speak yeah. of that of sort of. <laughs> hey, we don't speak, speak of that of timeline. Well, Do not speak well, of that timeline. Admit, well, here's the thing. Todd was admit, my favorite part about Sao. <laughs> oh God, because it was just the most out there performance, and I love yeah, You know what's the funny thing is that. He, you know, that character is also Reki Kawahara's favorite character in SAO. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway. Wait, it's the author's favorite character? Good. Anyway, before we go too, too far, 
In terms of other roles, Robert McCollum, you have heard us talk about him before. He is Rhyna in Attack on Titan. He's Baki from Baki the Grappler. Yeah. He loves that show. He's yeah. also in Blood Sea. He is Ginty from Death Parade. He is also Swimming Ginty from Free Eternal Summer. He is also <laughs> Dr. Ginty from Gangsta. <laughs> AKA. And now we have. And now we have Seijiro Mikoshiba from Free Eternal Summer and Dr. Theo from Gangsta. And now is he Night Ginty? Sir Ginty of Hamelot? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, and we also gotta remember to add in um, Detective Ginty, aka Shibazaki from Terror. Oh yeah, that's right! Basement Detective! Basement Detective. And he's not as cool as the Goth. Also Shinya Kogami from Psychopaths, and he's he has several other roles. Um and you Good old Todd. The whole time now. Good old Todd, who I cannot wait to meet at Anime Boston. Steph. Yes. You know what I'm thinking mm. now? Because we all wanted this to happen in the show. Robert McCollum <laughs> taking the apple and the banana and doing the kiss noise. Yes! Look, Anyway, on to Todd Havercorn. <laughs> Not that it matters. Anyway, Other than Todd Todd Havercorn, you've heard him... For a long ass- if you've not heard of Todd Habercorn, you need to come out of the rockier later. <laughs> yeah. Todd has done a lot of shit. Um, Todd, you, may, come out. You, you may have heard Todd in Bacchano, in Birdie the Mighty, in Good Lord. Fairy Tale, obviously. Fairy Tale, obviously. Blood Sea. Black Butler. Black Butler. Blood Sea. Death and Parade. Pollock. We gotta throw those two together, actually. He's also in Free Eternal Summer. He is in Oran High School Host Club. He is Hital- He's in Italia. He's in, oh lordy lordy lordy, Ma- Maji, Magi, uh, Magi. I know you like um, that show. <laughs> shockingly, he has two important roles in Pokemon. One of them is Charon, and uh, the other is Tierno. Hmm. He's also in the Viz Media dub of Sailor Moon. He is in Sergeant was- Frog. He's in Shiki. He is Death the Kid from Soul Litter. He's done a lot. He's mm-hmm. he's against Captain Fuck You Detective Fan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's been this so long. He's been in both Digimon and Pokemon. Yeah. But anyway, um, in terms of performances, like like I was saying, the two work off of each other really well. With Todd being like the very very overactive, like like overacting and so out there, and then like Robert's like, dude, <laughs> shut up. Todd almost drank the flesh wound medicine. Robert's, Robert's a straight man in the between the pair. But yeah, Todd, I loved it. It was so mm-hmm. hammy and yep. cheesy that it worked. Um, nom, nom, yeah, nom, it was nom. one of my favorites because of Kill that. all the ham. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Somebody's bringing home the bacon. Absolutely yeah. we're bringing That's home the bacon. That's the reason why Raj got that stomach ache. He ate too much ham. <laughs> <laughs> Explains so much. That was fucking um, horrible. I should I should be burned at the stake of a witch. <laughs> and then Robert, there's not much to say about it, because um, Sakaki doesn't have a lot of lines. But again, he's more of like the straight man between the pair, if anything. <laughs> right. Hey, he's Robert, like, need a paycheck? <laughs> here, here you go. <laughs> calm this calm this overactive child down. <laughs> Even though I bl- I'm pretty sure Todd is older than you are, Robert. Takes it the way around. Anyway, are we, I think we're I think we cover those two essentially rather well. Are we moving on to the last part of Asshole Patrol? Uh, asshole last Patrol. part of Asshole Patrol. Yes, we are. Um, let's mm-hmm. move on to Lord Haruka and Prince Izana Wisteria. 
Oh, good god, Izana. I have- my prediction list looks a little funny because I didn't meet you before I did my prediction, so I thought oh, you were gonna okay. be a good person. Oh, it's okay. I have person. a lot of picks. Well, no, I thought Izana was a good guy, and I was clearly wrong, because yeah. I originally <laughs> wanted to tap that. He's a well-meaning asshole! Mm. I wanted to he's tap that. Though. He's an intelligent bastard. Okay, so context. Um, Izana Wisteria is the first Prince of Clarinus and Zenzo the brother. Lord Haruka is one of- is a duke, I believe, of Clarinus. Also and an asshole. He's also an asshole. He, in the the third episode. Yes. The third episode, he's very much against Shiryuki being in the palace because... Attempts murder. Yep, she thinks that he's gonna... That she will take advantage of Zen and his um, position in order to get what she wants. So he kind of comes up with this scheme and brings Obi in, who we'll be talking to, who we'll be talking about in a few minutes, um, mm -hmm. to kind of just drive her away. Uh, so, With murder. Predictions for Lord Haruka and Izana. I don't have anything for Haruka. I know Katie has something for Haruka. I, I had do. a couple for Haruka, actually. Okay. I had one. Okay, so why don't we start with Lord Haruka? Who wants to go first? I didn't have anything. I'll go. Okay, you go. I was right. Okay, so Katie gets, you guys go ahead. Katie goes last on that one. Um, yeah. I'll do Mike because I only had one prediction. Uncle Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> it was, my prediction was legitimately Marcus Stimic. I wanted to see Uncle Marcus play him because... I just love Uncle Marcus. <laughs> you want to the God Assassination Classroom is back! I missed Bulls, guys! <laughs> I missed it's so, like so much! hilarious that uh, Stimic Senpai hasn't joined us, you... Yeah, Stimic Senpai noticed us! <laughs> mostly Uncle Hart, mostly Hardy! I almost, mostly Hardy. I almost played Smash with him, believe it or not. We got set up and we could never get into the same room. But he invited me like on a DM. It's like, hey, dude, you, you want to play some Smash? And I'm like, I would and love to play Smash. With yeah. Hi, oh Uncle God. Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Marcus, you need to come to Anime Boston. Boston. Mm -hmm. And then we could, split, we could play Smash in person. They'll have a game room. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had two for Lord Haruka. I actually, okay. um, listening to the Japanese voice, I'm like, you know, that... Japanese guy kind of sounds like a Japanese Liam Neeson. And so okay. I picked Chris Guerrero as oh, one. Oh, that's right. Chris yeah. Guerrero's waifu is trash. Oh, yes. <laughs> because there are lands of large group, you know, giant meat fields of meat where the gravy flows like rivers. And, uh, and so, yeah, I thought Chris Guerrero could do it. But I also said, you know, he's kind of a poncy a-hole, so... Maybe Tatum would have a good time pulling out his deep voice Ooh. for this yeah, character. That's, like if you if you have Tatum uses if you squint hard enough. If you squint hard enough, I think that looks like a Tatum roll. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, as but I, I, I've heard well, him do like the, the, these big. He's he's done a few manly roles as well. Zero. So he has. So I think he could probably pull okay, it off. Okay, and before we get uh, before Katie, before you tell yours, we gotta go through predictions for Izana. Because oh, you, yeah. you're right for Haruka, so we'll hold off on you for yeah. a second. Um, okay. So Izana, I had how many? I have one, two, three, four, five. I had six. <laughs> I had two. Out of those six, though, I got... I, I got also it. had two. Out of those six, though, one of my predictions was correct. Well, <laughs> well, Steph, once you throw... Eyes. Trust me, we all know where everyone was going to throw the obvious fucking dart. Where were we throwing the obvious dart? Where the fuck do you think? <laughs> the correct answer. We have uh, to say the hashtag when you reveal it. Well, when I when reveal it, but whether any, uh, but did anybody else have predictions that were not this correct? Person? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Megan. I. Um, to read out my to read out my predictions before learning he was an asshole. Because I figured Steph, Steph was probably going to take Zen. For one, <laughs> marry me, damn it. Second, Alex Organ or Josh Greeley. Okay. One of mine was Alex Organ. I will say that. See, this is why me and you are Obi and Zen. We are on the same page. <laughs> and I am usually an asshole. Okay, Katie, you had someone else who was not, uh, not the correct pick, I hope. <laughs> uh, my primary pick was... I for Zen, I my primary pick was Joel McDonald and my backup pick was Josh Greeley. So we got two for Josh. We have two for Alex Oregon. We have one for Joel. Um, Hardy, did you have anything that was not the main pick? I did not know this character existed because he did oh, not appear right. in you the first three. Oh, that's right. You only saw three episodes. That's right. right. I just went on Google and image searched. Izana comes in in like the half bound half pick point. So um, my uh. Five picks, not my last one. My, my harem of voice actors. <laughs> my harem of voice actors. So, I had six total. One was correct. Um, one, as previously mentioned, was Alex Organ. The remaining four that I had in here, I had Rico Fajardo. Really? Yeah. I had um, wonderful Uncle Marcus for shits and giggles. <laughs> yes! And then... The, you will address me as his lord and savior, Lord Uncle Marcus. <laughs> and then probably... The two slightly outlier ones, the one of them might have been obvious, Vic Mignogna and Christopher Bevins. Mm, Those were the two outliers. Though Vic Mignogna, I could probably see. Bevins would have been something a little bit different. And I think I put Bevins in um, at the last minute after um, what happened with Terra and Resonance. Okay, if it was Vic Mignogna, I actually would have wanted to vehicular. See? Vic would have well. To punch! To punch Izana in the face more than I already do. Okay. So, in terms of who got these roles, Katie, would you do us the honor of telling us who Lord Haruka is being voiced by? I thought of someone who uh, who sounded naturally deep, uh, naturally manly, and uh, who I knew could sound like a pretty big douchebag, Christopher Sabbath. Ta-da. Uh, um, as for Lord Izana, <laughs> you have to, you have to say the hashtag. Do it. Admittedly, this was one of the first people I thought of when I saw the show. Come on, go for the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, wh- what was that hashtag again, Hardy? Because there's hashtags. Hashtag. them by now. Eric Vale is mean to redheads. <laughs> I thought it was Eric Vale. Hashtag Eric Vale hates happiness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so Eric Vale is the voice of Izana. Um, we have two very big veterans coming in with these roles. Christopher Sabat, you've heard him in a lot of things. You've also heard Eric Vale in a lot of things. Christopher Sabat, you would probably most know him for... Uh, well, they're, it's, Vegeta. They're, they're, it's, it's, it's Vegeta and Trunks. Yep. Vegeta and Trunks from DBZ. We also have Zoro and Vegeta Trunks and Trunks? Excuse me. Um, I was going to say, did you say Chris Sabat played Trunks? No, he played no. Eric Vale. No, we're pairing them off together. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were I missed that in boat. Those, in those shows. Just like we Goku. We also have, oh god, what do we have? We have, um... Crow and Show by Rock. Crow and Show... Oh, wait, no! Crow, oh, no, Crow and Rock. Not Crow, not Crow. Wrong. Not Crow. Oh, excuse me. Thank you. Um, we have... Hold on, I'm trying to find the name. Where are you? Um, Ayame Soma and Yuki Soma from Fruits Basket. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to skin and, and barbecue my best. Exactly. I'm going to skin and barbecue my bastard brother. Um, for Sabbath, we also have, we have Bato and Ghost of Shell Rise, we have King Andragoras and Arslan, we have, oh lordy lordy lordy, 
we have Daisuke Jigen in a shit ton of Lupin films, and and, and also in Woman Called Fujikomine. Mm. We have um, Togane from Psychopaths 2. We have Giro from Sergeant Frog. We also have Yamori, Yamori um, from Tokyo Ghoul. Major Alex Louise Armstrong. So, How did I forget yes! you? Um, and then we also have Son Hawk from Yon of the Dawn. Uh, Eric mm-hmm. Vale. Oh, I, I, did double, I did a double take for like two seconds because <laughs> ANN has a different last name for him. I'm like, wait, that's his birth name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vale is the name children. that he has for reunion stuff. Um, Eric he kills Vail. children. Other things that Eric Vale has done. We Ghost also Pim! Ghost Pim! Ghost Pim! Um, we also <laughs> Oh, God. We have... Uh, we also have Dead Man Wonderland, we have Desert Punk, we have Fairy Tale, we have... Let's bring up Ferret already. Fucking Kimberly from FMA. Um... Yep. Fucking Kimberly. Fucking Kimberly. He's also in Italia as both America and Canada. He pulls double duty. Uh, he's... What's a Canada? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) How are you? He's... I'm Canada. He's also... He's also Kazuma Nuragami. Uh, Steph, bring also, it up already. Oh god, Gakuto from Prison School. Uh, <laughs> Eric Vale shit himself. <laughs> um, he's done Romeo X Juliet. He's done Sengoku Basara. He's done Seraph of the End. He's also in. Oh god, Shiki and Soul Eater and a bunch of other stuff. Tokyo Ghoul and yeah, a bunch Everything of things. Under the sun. Oh oh, precious 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 Shina. 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 So anyway, mm-hmm. how do we feel about Yes. How do we feel about Sabbath and Vale? Well, I wanted to punch Izana in the face by the time I was done. Yeah. How dare you try to ruin my ship, you bastard? Hashtag Eric Vale sinks ships. Um. Yeah. Eric Vale. Pretty much a natural fit for this character because he's such an asshole. Yeah. Pretty much a natural fit. He's probably a nice human being in real life, but you're really good at playing dicks. Yes. Yeah, same with Sabbath. Same with Sabbath. And when what's fun? Whip it out. <laughs> when, when it's what's funny is that when you bring this up to him at cons, he's like, "Yeah, you know, I know. It's just it's kind of typecasting for me at this point." Aww. He's fully aware. And I feel of it. bad. Yeah. So that's why when you get characters yeah, with him doing like Shinna, they tend to be Shinna. fully aware of it as time yeah. goes on. At least he's Shinna, which is like probably my favorite Eric Bale. Shinna in you and Cosmo. If you want another recent one. Yeah. And Kazuma. Kazuma's probably like, oh, thank Jesus. He's probably like, good lord, I finally get to not be an asshole for a change. <laughs> thank God. But then you <laughs> occasionally go back to things like Izana and then Nishiki from Tokyo Ghoul. And Farad. Murdering mm. children. Farad is just a creeper. Anyway, but Izana was a dick and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Abbott was exactly what I expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not much really else to be said there. Sorry, I had food in my mouth. <laughs> um, so... Do we want to move on to our next for to our final pair, actually? Oh, good God! We get to have another Etzwale incident, don't we? I don't know about that. Um. Yes, we do. Oh, oh God! Here we go. So this is Ryu and Grok, right? Oh, right. Yep. So the next two we're going to talk about is Garak and Ryu. They are two court herbalists, with Garak being the chief court herbalist and, and a drunk. Ryu also being a court herbalist, but he is the youngest court herbalist. He's a baby. He's a baby. I think he's 12 years old. Yeah, in season two, so we find cool. out that he's 12. They um, like to play with feet. <laughs> so predictions for Garak and Ryu. I had two for each. I did not I, have any, actually, because I didn't make it to their episode. 
I have three uh, for Garok and two for Ryu, but Garok comes with the story. <laughs> and Katie, did you how many did you have anything for them? I had uh, two for Garok and one for Ryu. Okay. Uh, should I go first? Yeah, you can go first. Yes. <laughs> uh, We're gonna save Megan's story for last. Uh, for uh, my primary pick for uh, Garak, I had uh, Lydia Mackie. Ooh. And a uh, very distant, uh, hopeful backup pick because she's mostly uh, doing Sentai film work stuff nowadays. I had Lucy Christian. Ooh, that would have been a good choice, too. Mm. Now that you think about and, it. And uh, should I do Rio as yeah, well? Yeah, you may as well. Yeah, I, for Ryu, I I chose someone who was yeah, pretty good uh, voicing boys nowadays. Uh, Brina Palencia. Okay, so for me, my two that I picked for Garak, I kind of went in the same range as you did, Katie, and at least with Lydia okay. Mackey. Um, I went with Stephanie Young and Colleen Clunkenbeard for mine. Ah. Um, Stephanie Young being the primary one because it se- just seems like a role that Stephanie Young would fit so nicely in. Um, and then for Ryu, I, again, went the route of female voice actors playing little boys. But instead, I had Ryan Reynolds as my first pick, and then I also had Terry Doty. Yeah, but I knew I should put Ryan Reynolds. So, um, I'm gonna go with Ryu first because Garak comes with a story that's kind of embarrassing. Okay. Okay. Um, so for Ryu, for one, he is a precious son too good for this fucking earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went with, because I, I didn't know how old he was. Like, I knew he was young, but I didn't know how young. So, mm-hmm. I actually said Chris Burnett or, Chris, or Clifford Chapin. Oh, okay. Um... So with Rock, Clifford so, would be a stretch though. No, Clifford would be a stretch, but at least Chris Burnett. Chris Burnett would have at least kind of worked. Chris Burnett would have worked, but worked. with Clifford, considering how gangster went for him, that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> so, so tell, said, so tell us about Garak. <laughs> so I only watched the first three episodes, like Hardy said, but at least I did the thing kind of like I did with Arslan, where I went by Google Image Search. <laughs> so terrible mistake. <laughs> terrible fucking mistake, as always, because I didn't want to go to Wikipedia mm. out of the fear that somebody had updated Wiki and put the um, the voice English actor, cast? the English cast, to it. So I thought Garak was a dude. <laughs> That's a I very effeminate-looking was... guy. Well, well, to be fair, is this anime? Isuk from Yona. Isuk from Yona is a very feminine-looking dude. Yeah. To be fair, this is anime we're talking about. So yeah. Well, to be fair, and for if you didn't see the Arslan episode, I thought Etoile was a dude, too. Yeah. And Steph kind of didn't tell me and threw me under the bus as, as punishment for Teletubbies. <laughs> um, no. For the Teletubbies. I just didn't know yes, you did you the did. research for it. I did the research for sure. it because I at first thought Etoile was a dude, oh, too. And too. then I wrote okay. things on Wikipedia. So, learned so, that so it I wasn't. didn't do that because I, even though I have a degree in humanities, I clearly am too lazy to fucking research shit. Um, <laughs> so, as, as my predictions, Garak, can't tell if dude or lady, but I'm thinking it's either Jerry Jewell, Josh Greeley, or Aaron Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny because, is if it because was, to be fair, was... to be fair, Jerry Jewell can do a really effeminate voice. We know Josh yeah. Greeley can fucking do it because he sacrificed some shit to a demon. <laughs> And Aaron, and Aaron Roberts, Roberts is Sunny. Yes. And Aaron Roberts is Sunny slash King of the Raining Vampires, crashing shit into things. Like fucking wow. Well, Here's the thing. Who is the most if Garak was, looking? If Garak was a, was a guy, I probably would have put Aaron Roberts in Roberts. <laughs> Aaron Roberts would have worked, so, actually. So I, did, I thought it was a dude, so I didn't know it was a girl, so I kind of fucked up. 
the story of my life. I know you follow me on Twitter. I love Aaron Roberts, though. We so love cool. Aaron Roberts, though. So. Anyway, the individuals who are also best sky wizard. Garak is being voiced by Rachel Robinson. Meanwhile, Ryu is being voiced by. Well, we have not heard her do a little boy voice yet. Uh, Michaela Krantz. You said, Inter- you said interesting really thing clearly. about Michaela Krantz is every role she does is completely different from the last one she did. Absolutely. There have been no two roles that she's covered where that, that character has been the same. Because, I mean, yeah. we had Suzu going to... Suzu was very down-to-earth and sort of a tomboy. Yeah. So we and have we- Susan A. from Ultimate Taco Teacher, and then we have uh, Rosia from Show by Rock. Which was her Moe Moe voice. Mm-hmm. We also oh, have, Rosia was the bitchy one, right? Yeah, she was... Yeah. Uh, oh, what she, a fucking throw leader, her ass Leader Pretty Krista. Pink I'll leader Pretty Krista. And then we have Reiko from Shomin Sample. Which was oh, her Lord. posh, you know, um, fancy voice. And then we also have Bonba from Riddle Story of Devil. Which was her absolutely psycho, bat, crap, crazy voice. And, and now, now we, we have, have a little boy voice. And which is a little boy voice. Mm-hmm. Every it's single role is completely different. And while I haven't uh, I've seen that uh, part of Fairy Tale yet, she's also uh, Beth Vanderwood, who looks like a uh, country girl, and uh, I'm pretty sure they went, possibly went that route yeah. with her. And a few other roles she's in, she's also Kaoru from Nobunaga and Elena from World Break, uh, Curse of uh, Holy Swordsman. But she also has. Um, background roles in things such as Soul Eater Not, Terror and Resonance, Want to Be the Strongest, Hyper Dimension Neptunia, and Norin, among other things. Mm-hmm. Pop is still pretty new, mm-hmm. all things considered. Was she, she also in Honey Pop? No, she was not in Honey no, Pop. That was Sarah. Damn it! That was Sarah Weedenheft. No, I thought it was like everybody in Show Me Sample was like somehow fucking connected to Honey Pop. No, there, no, that just just Sarah we- Weedenheft. Um, there were actually three actresses connect from uh, from Showman Sample who were in Honey Pop actually. And then, um, as Don't Rachel ask me how Robinson, I know that. As for Rachel Robinson, she, from what I can tell from her ANN page, she doesn't have a lot, actually. But um, what she, about her, is she has been all over the place. She's all been all over the place. <laughs> this year include this past year included, because um, we have her in Daigon Rampa as Sakura Ogami. We also have her oh, as wow. Joel that was Gangsta. Her. We have her... Oh, probably her most well-known role, Zorin, mm. Zorin Blitz from Helsing Ultimate. Mm. Yes. We also have Izanami in Noragami Arigato. Speaking of Izanami, she's also in Riddle Story of Devil, Rolling Girls. She's Angelica from Show by Rock. She is, and she's also done. Oh, she's Fair and Geese, excuse me, from Arslan as well. She has also done small and minor roles for Terra Residence, Tokyo Ghoul, Sailor Moon, uh, One Piece, Italia. Fairy Tale, Death Parade. She's she's done quite a few backgrounds, but she has a decent amount of named characters as well. And she's also she she's also going to be in her first Sentai Filmworks dub uh, coming up soon. Oh yeah. Oh, which one? one? We don't know yet. I that. We oh, don't that's know right. Yet, but we do know she's probably works. in Nozaki Kun. <gasps> are there any adults in Nozaki Kun though? Mm. What? I don't think there are adults in in Nozaki Kun really though. No. So unless she she's in the back. Somebody else. Be somebody else, though. So, anyway, um, Rachel Robinson as Garak, I think it works. She's kind of in the same category of 
a, like female voices that I would put like Stephanie Young and Lydia Mackey and all them and Rachel Robinson is definitely in that similar category at this point she sounds a bit mm. older though she like she could play uh, older characters absolutely she can yeah I mean Meanwhile, she, I Michelle mean she plays Joel so and Gangsta which is um, Constance's grandmother so she's capable of pulling that off yeah and then and Michelle Lacrance is fucking adorable <laughs> um Michaela took me a minute. Yeah, she, yeah, I, I, in like, uh, Rhea's first appearance, she seemed kind of deadpan as if she was getting used to playing a little boy. I liked it. Yeah, but I hate that she, yeah, turned it around as the show went on. Yeah, it definitely grew on me more. To be fair, Ryu is pretty deadpan. He's kind of quiet and reserved. Yeah. Mm, Like, he's, he only kind of gets, like, really upset, like, once in the whole show, and that's when Shiryuki's crying. Because I made her cry. I'm a horrible human. Yep. Also, B, can we talk about how Ryu is like, fuck all y'all newbies. Learn how to plant plants, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Ryu, king of the dank. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Anyway. For me, it took a minute. It took a minute for me to get adjusted to Michaela as Ryu. But then it definitely grew on me because this is so different. Like, Like Hardy was saying. Michaela, from ev- so like every cute. single time I've seen her in a role, it's completely different than the one I previously saw her in. It's like she's doing it on purpose. Well, she doesn't choose her own roles. Obviously, she well, gets right. casted. But it's like they're doing yeah. it on purpose as a, like a training session. Okay, let's see if you can pull off this voice. Let's see if you can pull off voice this voice. Voice actor boot camp. Yeah, yeah. it's voice actor boot camp. Like Hell's Kitchen hey. voice actor. Hell's, <laughs> Hell's dub booth. I think, I, they're, think... I think they're doing that with a lot of new actresses now because they're doing it with Sarah Whedonheft as well. Mm-hmm. Because in Showman Sample, her voice is completely different from it is in Tokyo ESP. So. Yeah, and then there's also White in Blah Blah K Battlefront. No, that's Megan Emmer. Excuse me. Uh, Michelle. Michelle. Michelle was who I'm thinking of from Blah Blah K Battlefront. Please give me a season two of BBB. I want to know what's up with Michelle's eyes. <laughs> That'd be great. But yeah, like. Michelle, what do you see? Fucking nothing. <laughs> Anyway, that sounds like me rolling a perception check. (laughs) I think both of them work pretty well with with these roles. Mm -hmm. Okay, now let's get on to the real show. Let's get on to the real show. Mm -hmm. Let's get on to these uh, main five. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's start with Obi, our wonderful, (laughs) wonderful, wonderful ninja sarcastic friend. Me? It's. Did you mean male Megan? Yes. Yes. (laughs) What's What's good about the main five is I actually got. Four out of them right for the first I, time. Hard, did Hardy actually go for us a, a near? Who did you miss? I got two of these five right. What's What's funny I, is that no, well, I got Obi uh, right. The one that I didn't get right was ironically Shira Yuki, but we'll get to the. Oh my god! And, and, yeah, I have a story about that one. Okay, so I think I think Megan, Katie, and I got Obi right. <laughs> yeah. My my prediction. We all know oh, everybody oh, got, Obi got Obi right. right? Yeah. Can I say who it is? Because I had the best reaction. Because I I had the reaction. Hold on, hold on. Do we have predictions that are not the person who got it? I had a backup. I had a backup. I had two additional ones. Yes, I I had had no backups. I had um, I had who actually got it. I also had Jerry Jewell. Okay, Jerry would have been a good pick. Yeah. I had who actually got it, and then I also added Aaron Dismuke and Todd Habercorn into the mix. Hmm. Mm. Um, cause those, cause Aaron can play snarky characters. We know that for sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Todd, I put Todd originally here as Obi. And I'm a dumbass. I should have put him as one of my predictions for Raj after I thought about it. I'm like, damn it. 
But, um, yeah, that didn't happen either way. Um, the Katie and Megan, did you have any backup picks for Obi? No, no because if Toby, if Obi wasn't who I said it was going to be, I wouldn't have watched the rest of the show. So, Megan, who, who what would have made you not watch this show? If it wasn't Tyndall or nothing, bitches! <laughs> Tyndall or nothing, bitches! I'm Tyndall! I was just like, I looked at him by the end of the episode. That's gotta be Tyndall. <laughs> nothing can convince me otherwise. Because now, if you think about it, we have karma. Yep. Vampire karma. Mm-hmm. Pervert karma. And yep. now ninja karma. And ninja karma. So And Kaneki. And Kaneki. So just to give a little bit of context and some additional roles that you've heard Austin Tyndall and you've heard us talk about him quite a bit. Um, and no, have, I do not love him. He's got a girlfriend. So we have um, Karma from Assassination Classroom. We have... Uh, Crowley Usford. Who, who else do we have? We have Curvy Karma, which is um, Kiyoshi from, Kiyoshi from Prison, Prison School. We have uh, Kaneki from Tokyo Ghoul. What was the other one? Vampire. Uh, Crowley from Seraph of the Crowley, End. Yeah, Crowley from Seraph of the End. I was like, Vampire Karma. <laughs> I was like, what was the other one? Um, I'm sorry. You will not convince me that Crowley from Seraph of the End isn't just karma with vampire powers. And all and a few other ones. He really we is. Al- a, a few other ones. We also have Attack on Titan's Marco. We have Kenji from Defrag. We have Ishimaru from Igon Rampa. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not That's welcome not in a thing. school environment. Him and Savage are fucking bros yeah, during that like, one. I need Kame, to have Kame, Austin Kame, Kame, Forget about it <laughs> over 9,000 forget 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 beam. no I need him to do the abridged version which is forget 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 beam <laughs> we also have um t- roles for Tyndall and Kamisama Kiss and Shangri-La and um Guilty Crown yeah we try to forget we try to forget, <laughs> forget Guilty, Guilty Crown, Crown. so yeah we have quite a few things for Tyndall he's doesn't have the longest resume that's on a uh, part of the track. But he's got a really good track record. He has Minus a Guilty good Brown. track record yeah, and very a damn good. good range. Oh, Joseph from Maria the Virgin Witch. That's another one for me. That's uh, yeah, I just finished that oh, one. Oh, here's another one. It's good. Here's another one. He is the lead in No Rin, and he sounds like no other role I've ever heard him in. Really? He sounds what? completely different. Like he's. I need to go watch No Rin now. I do too. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sounds really, really like high pitched and almost childish. Like, like, are you sure that's Austin? You, you can tell it's him. But at the same but time, it's so did, did Austin sacrifice things to demons for it? Do you think? I don't think <laughs> no, so. No, no, no. It's just, oh, is that the blood magic? I don't think it was the the V V A B M, but um, but yeah, it it does sound unusual from what his usual repertoire is. Okay, mm-hmm. so in terms of Obi, how do we feel? Because I love it. Fuck yes, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Toby yeah. is my husband though. I don't know. Obi. Reminds me so much of Karma. He's ninja fucking Karma. He is. Uh, like, it's the Tindo has two voices: the Hanaki and t- and Karma. The funny thing with Obi and, and my karma. predictions. I actually put Austin here as my first choice for Obi at the last second. I actually originally uh, just had Aaron and Todd, but I rewatched the first six episodes before the press release came out, and I was like, thinking like through my head and like voice actors that I'm familiar with. I'm like, who could be Obi? And then I got, and then I was like, going by names, I'm like, Austin Tindall. I'm like, you it's should gonna be Obi. Austin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and it, it really works. Yep. Old bread mouth is at it again. Woo! 
competition number one for sure, Yuki. Except it's never gonna happen. Happen. Yeah. Better not happen. I was we we so need upset. the red-headed babies of Shiryuki and Zen. We have we to have all the red-headed babies. All of them. Yes. One of them has pink Hashtag hair because white plus red-headed babies. <laughs> One of them's gonna be pink because white plus pink. White plus red. <laughs> that one's gonna become the main character of another anime. <laughs> that would be so cute. But no, I'm sitting there. I watched. The, I got to the end of the first episode. And I was like, if it's not awesome Tindall, I'm I'm gonna drop this episode of Dub Talk. I will tell them. I love you guys a lot, but I'm not doing this if it's not Tyndall. <laughs> I have standards. And then, you saw, and then you saw it was Tyndall, and you're like, fuck yeah! Uh, I think my exact answer was, well, at least I'm right about something. <laughs> Didn't you find out about when you were uh, recording another... Uh, no, month? that was your line no, April. Your I found out April. about... No, I found it because oh, I got... Oh, okay, it was your line April. April. Like, I got Kosei and Oops. Seto right? I, I had another one of those cases where I actually got a majority of the cast right, I got a couple right in too. the wrong place. I got a couple right too for that one, and I was mostly bullshitting because I'm so not familiar with LA voice acting. But that's for another episode. <laughs> um, that'll be a fun episode. But anyway, Austin is OB is perfect. Nothing can sway me otherwise. <laughs> Should we move on? Thank you, Bates yes. Kindle. Yes. For the yes. sake of time, we need to keep For the going. sake of time. We're going to move on to Kiki. Kiki okay. is one of Zen's attendants. A straight man. Uh, I got this one. I got this one right as well. You guys went right. Fuck you. I got, I got this one. I didn't get to guess this one because this was when I was browsing Facebook. Like Micah, the actress for Kiki, said something, and I was very upset with myself. Um, I had two predictions. One was Colleen Clunkenbeard. The other was um Don Bennett. Really? Because I had because I had Rico Flamel from Sky Wizards in my head. I'm like she could probably pull this off if she really wanted to. Did you also want to bang your head into a wall? <laughs> no, but still. You were thinking of Sky Wizards. Why would you do yourself? Why would you hurt yourself? <laughs> because I was, I was the only thing I that kept me from banging my head into a wall was the fact that my god Don Bennett has arranged to her. Yes, thank the beast Don Bennett. Yes, so that's kind of why I put Don here as Kiki. But the default for me was Colleen, because mm-hmm. because Urza from Fairy Tale is a thing. I. <laughs> I had two predictions, one of which was right, and I also had Trina Nishimura. Ooh. I had her too! Yeah, because oh, of her role, because because of her role as Misaka, uh, Mikasa. Ooh, that would have been a good point. Uh, I was thinking Chase. Uh, I was actually thinking more uh, Lanfan as uh, from FMAB. Hmm. I, uh, she can play a good uh, straight man when she wants to. Mm. I didn't have shit because I saw the Facebook announcement. So, Hardy. Yes. I fucking hate you. Who was it? <laughs> it was the other famous redhead involved with this show, the lovely Jamie Markey. Yep. Yay. Right. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Markey, you've heard us. Again, you've heard us talk about her several times. She is in Assassination Classroom. She has been in Black Cat. She is in Brent Hilder in the Darkness. Cat Planet Cuties. Uh, Dime a dollar. <laughs> She's Panty. Oh, panty God. from Panty Stocking. Uh, Daigarampa. Death Parade. Uh, Terra in Residence is five. Uh, before I forget that one. Which I need to watch now that I have it. Uh, let's see. More Fairy Tale. We have Ginger from Gangsta. Good lord, she uses a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I, five. I, yeah. Ironically, um, this was one of the shows where she didn't play the redhead character. 
<laughs> yeah, because Kiki is blonde. Yeah. She is the masterful lord of trees in Noragami. I, Jamie Markey, speak for the trees. Um, I was going to say, did you say five? Because I was grabbing um, my phone. Okay. Um, Are we taking five? No, I'm saying, did you did you say five? Oh, yes, yeah. I brought okay. in Tara. Okay, thank you. Yes. She's also Liz Thompson from Solider Insulator Not. She's Chloe from Spice and Roll. She, <clears throat> she has a lot. <laughs> She's one of the voice actors that has a very extensive resume in this in this cast. That was so clever. <laughs> um, hmm. Jamie is Kiki. How do we feel? Hey, she I like it. Pretty stepped into the role pretty well. Yeah, you know, very seemed to fit her like a glove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And stop being an idiot, boys. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically the straight man among the guys. Yep. Mm. It's it works. Especially with Mitsuhide, because good lord, Mitsuhide. <laughs> that dork. That dork. I love Mitsuhide. I would totally want a guy like Mitsuhide in my life. I would Aww. too. Um, but anyway, yeah, for Jamie and Kiki, it just fit really easily. Mm. So well and so easily. For I would have, I, if I wouldn't have gotten spoiled from it, I, I actually probably would have guessed Jamie. Um. Hooray! Mm -hmm. Um, do we want to move on? Yeah. Might as let's, well. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to, speaking of the very, very dorky Mitsuhide. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Mitsuhide. Um, uh, I got this one right, too. I did, too, actually. I had four predictions. I had four predictions total for Mitsuhide. One was correct. I had two, one was right, and I had a backup as well. I had um, one prediction, and it was so fucking wrong. <laughs> Mine was close, but no cigar. <laughs> It was uh, Mike McFarland. Huh. That would have been an interesting choice. Considering he did play Crow. And Cons all things, yeah. All Crow things, is a big dork as well. Yep. My three predictions, because I'm not going to say which one I, which one is the correct one. Um, ironically enough, my <laughs> my first choice for Mitsuhide, and Hardy's going to love me for this, Marcus Stemek. <laughs> really? Yes. Huh. I was like, why the hell not? Because, um... I, mean, I don't. Mitsuhide doesn't the, look like he's thirty, though. I don't well, know if it would. Well, here's the thing. I mean, we go from like last year. We go from Tarasica to like things like Just Want and Delico. Ah. So two. Those are two different areas. As uh, like anyway. Mm -hmm. So I kind oh, of. Oh, I didn't want, say mine, did I? Hold on. Hold on. You haven't said yours. Okay. But those are like two different ranges. So I was curious to know if maybe he can go in a completely different direction mm -hmm. and like go somewhere else with his range. I kind of wanted to see him test his range a little bit. My other two incorrect predictions. I had Rico Fajardo and Micah Solisada. Damn it! <laughs> Did you have Micah as one of yours? No, I had Rico Fajardo! You bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Stop Darn. being on... Why are we in tune? I don't know, but are you... I swear to God, me and Steph are like the straightest fucking married couple. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, those are my three other picks that were not the I correct. had Rico Fajardo. <laughs> so Megan, was- Stop knowing me! Was, was Rico the only one you had for me? Yes! Okay. Hardy, what were your other predictions that were not the correct one? Now that I think <laughs> about it, I think I might have actually said Rico in the back of my mind as well. That's it. Confirmed. We're all married. Yeah. <laughs> Holy but, shit. But I <laughs> this also is a weird. This is a weird marriage we're dealing with here. Yeah. For some reason. Nick Wilbrick and Alex. For some reason, uh, for my backup, I, 
My main prediction was correct, but for my backup, I had actually Clifford Chapin Ooh. as Mitsuhide. Hmm. That would have been a good choice, too. Mm-hmm. Like, all things considered. It, it would be a little bit different for him, right. but only just a little. Mm-hmm. Not by much. Um, but was, that was your only other backup? That was my only other backup, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so Hardy and I got this one correct. And the reason why, for me at least, the reason why I put him in here were two reasons. One, because of his role in Yon of the Dawn as being the butt monkey. <laughs> Two, because of his role in Seraph of the End. And as being was, the butt monkey. As being the butt monkey, but <laughs> also monkey. being the most obvious fucking thing and in the world. three freaking space dandy. Who is the, uh, the universal... Space dandy. space dandy is the universal butt monkey. <laughs> but yeah, in, in other words... He's the, what I'm he's the Haru Hisuzumiya of butt monkeys. <laughs> what, 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 what I'm trying to get to is... Uh, this is why I picked Ian Sinclair to be Mitsuhide. <laughs> and this is Mitsuhide why Hari and I are correct in who plays Mitsuhide. Mitsuhide. Yes. Um, yeah, because Mitsuhide is basically... He's the he's such the dorky character, and he's the one who's like the butt of the joke half the time. I love Mitsuhide. Which he's reminded so me of Gija from Yona. Yeah. And then, oh my god! He's a more competent fucking Gija! <laughs> yes, he is! <laughs> but then yeah. at the same time, like... Party need to watch Yoda. Uh, I'm still waiting on that season one dub animation. Yeah. I know. And then at the same time, because I made these original, uh, I first looked at these predictions while the broadcast dub for the first half of Seraph was going on. And Ian plays Kamizuki, which was such a freaking obvious pick. Oh, poor Kamizuki gonna get so fucked over next week. Oh, Lord. And I was like, what would the odds be of Ian being Mitsuhide? So I put Ian here and I managed to get that correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to meet him the other day. By the way, <gasps> is he oh, nice? Yeah. He's right. And you, you'll be very, Tatum, you'll, right? you'll be very proud to know, I told him the uh, the Daikoku joke. You, you told him our Daikoku joke. I did. I said, I came up. I went. He called on me. I said, Well, first of all, you're gonna hate me for saying this. He said, Okay. But I said, Do you enjoy playing Daikoku on Noragami? He's like, Yes, I do. I'm like, So would you say that you're a fan? <laughs> Tell me the entire room. room and then and he thought about it, and he's like, "Oh, that was good. Oh. I have to tell the director about that. See if they get it." <laughs> Yay! I would have been like, I would have just kept going with like shitty puns about all of his characters. I mean, mm-hmm. you hit. I mean, you. Well, I wanted to ask. Him, I wanted to I ask him my. Pun. I wanted to ask him, you know, my legitimate question of that. So I didn't want to bother him. He was asking everyone's questions, but you know, the guy is just. The most hyperactive OCD person. If you throw something shiny across the room, he will stare at it. Nice. Oh my so. god, he's one of us. Yeah. Yay! So kind of like Travis. It's kind of like that. Oh, yeah. Travis. Okay. So before we go Travis too too far. Really mm-hmm. Yeah, let's too, go too back far. to what we're doing. In other in other other roles that Ian has done, of course, as we mentioned, Seraph of the End, Space Dandy, Yon of the Dawn, uh, and Noragami. He's mm-hmm. also in Blood Bowl Cape Battlefront. He's also in. Oh my god, Brothers Conflict. Bakano. He's also in Brothers Conflict. I'm sorry, I had to put that in there. He's the butt monkey in Bakano too, because Dallas is a fucking trash can. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Defrag, he is also in... Come on, bring up your favorite Ian. <laughs> I'll get to it. Uh, he's also bring in Fraternal Summer. He's also in Gangsta. He is also in Arslan. Oh, hell he, yeah, he's in Gangsta. He's in Hitalia. He is... <laughs> he's <laughs> <laughs> the recent DBZ movies. Yeah. My favorite, my absolute favorite Ian 
is Gay Fabulous Ian, also Ian. known as Otohiko from Kamisama Kiss. <laughs> ah. He's also the originator of voice acting Black Magic, if you don't he know. He is the originator of voice acting Black Magic, ah. as so uh, discovered as It's not Carnival. Josh. As, with Carnival, yep. Ian is the originator. Jo Josh. Um, we also have him in... I mentioned Space Daddy. He's also Toriko and Toriko. He does a really, really heavy Scottish accent in uh, Nobunaga. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, which okay. also has eh. extremely foppish French Josh Greeley. Nice. Like, no, we it's need to like watch Josh Greeley, like doing his like ultimate Van Damme impersonation. It's so French. Oh my god. Anyway, and then we also a few other roles we have Shiki in Show My Rock. So <laughs> this dude has a lot of roles in a very, very vast, vast range. <laughs> this is my favorite. Ian. And Mitsuhide just fits. Mm -hmm. Mitsuhide is, is the butt Ian. monkey. It works. I love Mitsuhide so much. I love Mitsuhide. I fucking... I'm sorry. Mitsuhide is my favorite Ian role. Like, I love Mitsuhide. He's so cute. I have to remind you, Megan, he kills Micah. That's his only mark against him. Oh, yeah, he also right. sliced. Was it him or Izana who sliced the guy's motherfucking face in half? I think that no. was Izana. No, I think, no, I think uh, Mitsuhide actually killed Autry. I think he yeah, was I know the one he who kills Autry. I'm no, gonna... but the other, can, but the other, I can the guy forgive, who had his I face like, cut in half. I think that's Izana. Yeah. I can forgive that one sin for a lifetime of cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mitsuhide so much. As I as sound as like the drunk girls with puppies. <laughs> Hold on. Ultimate blue-haired cinnamon roll. He's a, he's a murderous cinnamon roll. Too good for this world. <laughs> Guys, I think anyway. I, I think Megan is actually crying over there. <laughs> I'm not <Okay>. crying! <laughs> not yet, anyway! Oh, Jesus Christ! Why can't I have a man like Mitsuhide? <laughs> oh god, do we have- oh... I wasn't so, gonna bring this why up- Why isn't he real?! I wasn't gonna bring this why up- Why isn't he real?! Is, this is worse, too. <laughs> like, look, if I could have an actual harem of boyfriends to take care of me, that'd be Makoto from Free, Michaela, probably Kaneki, Mitsuhide, and like, I don't know, fucking Shinna. That's it. I want that in my life. Oh yeah, and Kuroko. That's oh it. God. I can fucking dream, damn it. <laughs> anyway. I just really want a guy like Mitsuhide. Just go on to Zen. Now it's your turn to embarrass oh yourself. Lord. Can I just say, Ian does well in terms of Mitsuhide, the goofy parts as well as the serious parts. Mm. Yeah. Even if he killed Michael. <laughs> He did. Down, girl. Just bottom line, Ian does well playing both sides of Mitsuhide's character. But anyway. Oh, God. Yeah, it is time for me to embarrass myself. Uh, Zen Wisteria. Prince Zen. I got it right, too. I fucking hate you for that. <laughs> Predictions. I had four. I do not know how I did not get this one correct. I have yeah, three. I had no idea how I didn't either. Well, mostly because I was like, okay, I don't want to double cast him. Because I had who actually got it somewhere else. Uh, I had three. I actually had at least. I think I had three or four actually, and one of them was correct. Okay. Can I go first then? Yeah, you go first. Um, Clifford Chapin. Mm, yep, me too. Chris Burnett. Okay. And my boy Justin Breyer. I, I had Clifford and Justin. Um, I also. Yeah, girl. Yeah. I also put in Austin Tyndall and Micah Solisad, though. Oh god, if it was Austin, then I would have been- Ma Micah or Austin, I would have been done. The thing with Clifford, Austin, and Justin, at the very least, I wanted to hear and see if they could do princely characters. Micah, we already know, technically, 
that he can do a princely character. He can do a king. That being Yon of the Dawn. But, um, Clifford Austin and Justin. <laughs> he can do two kings, thank you. Oh, let's... Yes. I was gonna say, it took you a little bit, didn't it? <laughs> it took a second. Um, but yes. Um, but Clifford Austin and Justin, I haven't heard king-type characters from them. Or prince characters, excuse me. Um, with Clifford in particular, I had Clifford first, and Austin, then Justin, and then Micah was the default. That was what I did with mine. When in doubt, Soul Sobs it out. But then again, he had to get murdered. <laughs> again. Anyway. Well, what about you, Katie? My single pick harkens back to uh, the days of Fruits Basket, Jerry Joel. I see. That would have been an interesting pick. That, re I, that reminds me, I had five characters. That I'd pick five, up. five, and, Jeez, and one of them was right. Wheel of Bashonin. Okay, yes. so you had five total, turn. and you got one right. What I got your, one right. What were, what were the ones you got wrong? The ones I got wrong, Jerry was one of them. Okay. And then Micah and Austin were one of them. Okay. Were two of them. Sorry. The one that I did not want to be, but I put it down just in case. I think I know where this is going. Yes, yeah. because a lot of people. Wanted to see sort of a reunion between these two. I know. Vic Mignogna. I said, yeah, Vic Mignogna as a failsafe. I didn't oh, think God. it was going to be. I would People rather see him as to someone. Vic Mignogna still? Yeah, no, I, w that, I would rather. That's kind of why I put Vic as a prediction for Izana. Because people oh, yeah. were talking about a potential reunion, and when we get the Shiryuki, we'll get to that in a second. Right. But that's why I kind of put Oh, Vic... now I see where yep. this went. Yeah. But that's why I put uh -huh. Vic as a pick for Izana. I didn't right. think he could do Zen, but being the dick of an older brother, I can see that. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was... The four I had were Jerry, Vic, Austin, and Micah. But who I got right, and I who no one you. else did... I fucking hate you. Because we're all so dogs. I hate you so much. Megan, can you do the background music for me? No! 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 <laughs> What's the no! 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 Yeah. Are you good? Are you good? Yeah, we're Take good. Take it to the chorus. Are, are we good? Can I put my head Stephanie. on Stephanie. <laughs> he wants we're to kill you, We are going to actually record that song and have it like with the background music and everything. Write new lyrics for it. With me doing... Oh like God. Stephanie, with me doing the widest... Yeah! I am yeah. not editing that. If you like, want to yes, edit that, I will use it. But I am it's not the one... I'll get Jamstar to do it. I can embarrass him into doing it because I'm pretty sure he hates me. <laughs> Because I literally oh, keep Fujoing my way. I keep Fujo. I keep hitting him with the Fujo stick. So Josh Greeley <laughs> makes Stephanie feel tingly inside. <laughs> Mix of tingly and heartbroken, yeah. and uh, we're not gonna talk about it. Honestly, I think he was the best uh, role cast in the show. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. He was before, the best before cast. Before I get too far into that, um, other roles that you've heard Josh in: uh, Attack on Titan. Uh, Blood Bowl K Battlefront, Brothers Conflict, oh lord. <laughs> who else is it? Everybody and their moms are Brothers <laughs> yes. Conflict. Yes. It's, uh, who, who's the lead in that one? Is that Colleen? Yeah, Colleen's the female lead in that it's one. It's Colleen's own personal harem. 
Which it really is. She, she wrote the show. Which somehow I also includes Matt Mercer and Vic Mignogna. And Bryce Pappenbrook. And Bryce, yeah. Okay, I, would kind, of, I would kind of kick out. Um, anyway, other roles. Uh, Josh has done Defrag, Daigon Rampa. He's also in Future Diary. There's going to be a reason why I bring up Future Diary. <laughs> Dialogue Lovers, Devil's a Part-Timer, Gangsta, Arslan, Psychopaths. Um, Throw a dart, he's been in it. Princess free. Jellyfish, free, yep. Um, let's see. He played sexy female Armin in Attack on Titan Junior High. And on that day, Armin gave everybody the weirdest boners. <laughs> uh, he's also in Yuri Kuma and Yon of the Dawn. Sparkle! And Toriko. And Wait, I'm not sure. Not. Can I do the lion again stuff? Yes. I am the wolf! <laughs> He's he's life beauty. Watch Yuri Kuma. You will. Uh, he liked that, by the way. He did. <laughs> yes. Yes. He liked my sparkle, tweet about sparkle, the sparkle, sparkle, motherfuckers. Sparkle, sparkle, motherfucker. I am the wolf. <laughs> anyway, I think for me, I think the best way to describe this performance, it's as if you took. Ginoza from Psychopaths and Kuranowski from Princess Jellyfish, and you just marry them. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it is. Ginoza is a very. Yeah. Ginoza is a more mature, very, very, very more mature sounding Josh, and then you have Kuranowski, who has the more humor to him and is humor to him. Um, okay. but, but still at least retains some masculinity, even though Kuranowski does cross-dress, but then you marry the two together because Zen has both the comedic moments as well as the serious moments, and it works. I so would say, okay. I would say that the level of charm is off the scale. Uh, why uh, did I not okay. predict him? Why? To be fair, why? we all want to be proposed to like he did with her in the garden in episode 11. Uh, Come on, even you, Artie. <laughs> And I, I'm hitting myself that I didn't predict in sooner because I, Josh loves his fantasy. His favorite anime is Slayers, for God's <laughs> sakes. What, he likes him some redheads? And he's a freaking tears of Tiara. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah. If anything, could I quote? To uh, quote to he quote. shows his passion 100% here. Oh, my God. To I, quote uh, John Tron. And I, uh, I, holy shit. Will always love you. How could you do this to me? <laughs> you, you, you know, just the, the, whole... the John Tron. Holy shit! The I will always love you clip, and that's how I feel about this. <laughs> no, oh, you know the whole why isn't he real thing that Megan goes on about. This is my why isn't he real thing. Except for you didn't do that in front of like seven of your friends. Uh, I told Megan this. The All other of that. Day, some I'm of like, the... the like Zen is my why isn't he real story. Zen is your husband, though, and your husband not trash. trash. Why can I not? Stephanie, Zen your husband, though, is not trash. He is not trash. <laughs> he is a Prince Charming. Why? Where can I get a Prince Charming like that? Why is this not happening in my life? And why? Why does? Oh, I love Josh the Peaches, but why does it have to be him? <laughs> I love Josh the Pieces, but why? This makes it worse for me because I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love and I hate you, Chris, is what you're saying. Yes, I hate you, Chris George. I love you because it's great, but I hate you because you did this to me. 
My, my little heart can only take so much. Why did this happen to me? <laughs> I made my mistake. I made my mistake. Nowhere to so run. Nowhere to yeah, run. Nikon <laughs> as I'm fading away. I'm sick of this life. I just want to scream. How could this? this Josh is bringing sexy back to me. And okay. I, as you can probably tell by our uh, mix of fangirling and laughing and all that crying, stuff, we absolutely fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh no, we totally fucking hated it. Fuck this anime. Fuck this dub. Man, burn in hell. Shit, I just realized this is a lot more musical sarcasm. of an episode than Dance with Devils was. Dance with Devils was. <laughs> well, Wham, Buland. Wham, Wham, Buland. At, least, at least, though, with Dance with Devils, it was. We were we attempted the songs that were in the actual Dance show. with Devils. Or at least Sneeves did. Sneeves did. Yes. Um, Sneeves tries. But yeah. When others fail. But yeah, bottom line, holy Perfection. crap. Best performance of the show, really. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's. it's I'm not gonna say it's voice acting black magic because he didn't give things up to a demon or no, anything. No, it's not voice acting black magic. It's doing your fucking job. No, it's holy crap! I, I applause, sir. I both love and hate you for this. I've got five minutes before I've gotta go. Oh lord, you're not gonna get there in time. So I'm gonna have a very pissed boss. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, moving on to Shira. no, it's okay. Moving on we, to Sh we should get this done pretty quick. Yeah. Moving on to Shiryuki, our wonderful redheaded lead. Mm -hmm. I oh, here's the story of mine. I had six predictions, all of we them all wrong. I had four, and all of them wrong. Three, one, and who? We Hardy. In your case, wheel of wheel of heroin. Turn, turn, turn. Who are we gonna land on? <laughs> also, wheel of heroin. Horrible. Okay. Wheel of Heroin sounds like a horrible thing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could, anyway. you could probably ask the Red Hot Chili Peppers about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, okay, Hardy, who'd you pick? Right. I have a feeling a good amount of them are all still belonging to the rest of us. Okay, the two of them that I picked for real were the twi actually uh, the triplets, not how I call them, as okay. is Bryn April, uh, Felicia Angel, and I added Don Bennett to the triplets. <laughs> I had all three of those ladies. Three of them. I had yeah. all three. I had all three of them. That okay. was mine right there. Don Felicia, Bryn Don Felicia. That was me too. Yeah. But just out of, just covering my bases, I also added uh, uh, Alexis Tipton. Okay. No, actually, no, we're not Alexis Tipton. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't her. I added Colleen Clinkenbeard instead. Ooh, that's yeah. Interesting all right. And in case of the reunion Emergency. like in case of Vic mm -hmm. I had Caitlin Glass which a I, lot of people wanted Caitlin Glass yeah, I, I also in Caitlin. case of Mignogna break glass yeah, oh that's <laughs> a bad pun I had Caitlin pun. as my fourth choice as my deep okay choice. damn that came out I did not expect that to actually come out of my mouth um, that's impressive in case of awesome female character break right. glass break glass, yes, bring glass. Yeah. but you know I had Bran Felicia Dawn Colleen and Caitlin and then just completely out of nowhere this was just a a hail mary you know wild ball just if this it probably wasn't going to happen but i just called it anyways okay. because of the red hair out of nowhere i chose jamie markey that would have been just hysterical it, yeah uh -huh. i because i think she can actually play a lot of roles that are more feminine and you know high-pitched than like sherry yuki is but she just doesn't get cast as them often mm. and so yeah a six Predictions, hey, all of them wrong. Shariuki isn't uh, all that high pitched. Well, she's not. Uh, Sorry, Hayami was pretty much using her uh, mm -hmm. 
Natural Register. Right. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so six six people, not a single one of them right. Okay, so Katie. Already had all three of mine. So Katie, did you have anything? Because yep. at this point, because at this uh, point, Hardy stole ours. Like, like Hardy, I also had Caitlyn okay. Glass. So we had Bryn, Felicia, Dawn, Caitlyn, and then we also had Jamie... Um, and Colleen. Who else, who, who, else, who else was on there again? Jamie. Colleen. Colleen. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. And that's every chick we thought of. We were all wrong, and you know who gets it on the first try? Who Does got it? it? Fucking Jamstar. No, 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 not Jamstar. Noah Clue puts on his Twitter. Oh, he had that try. He did. One try. He's like, you know, it's going to be Brina Palencia, right? And, and nobody was like, yeah, and everyone was like, no, nah, it's not going to be. What was that tweet he put, I, for year I'm flipping, like, every table in a pharmaceutical or something? <laughs> and the funny thing is, it's been a long-ass time since we talked about Brina in a damn show. Yeah, like, it's an actual role. We brought, Megan and I brought this up when we were doing Terra and Resonance, because we had, because I had predicted her, um, as a default to, who did I do? Five. She was my default for five. Yeah, five. And it's like, dude, we haven't talked about Brina in a long ass time. <laughs> and then, and then this fucking episode happened. And then this happened. Um, um, in terms of other roles, you've heard Brina in Baka and Test, in Bamboo Blade, in Bamboo Blade, Beck Mongolian Bamboo Bread, Black Butler, Bacano. Um, <laughs> Bacano. Excuse me, Bacano. Um, I'm gonna bring this up again. Future Diary. Yeah. Future I wonder diary. why. Ah. Uh, She's also in... Yeah, and Josh Brino. Yep. Okami-san and her seven companions. Okami-san. Except in a much healthier relationship. Yeah, we'll, we'll get more into that part in a second. Um, she's also done... da 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 Haganai. Um, <laughs> Okami-san. Fairy tale. Fairy tale. One Piece, of course. Negima. Appleseed Alpha, Nerdami. believe it or not. What? She was in Appleseed Alpha, which she actually got to do some actual mocap for. Mm. Motion capture. Oh yeah, awesome. that's right. She's in Sergeant Frog, Shakugan no Shana. She is in Soul Eater. She's Spice and Wolf. She is in Steins Gate. She is in Tokyo Ghoul. She's done a lot of shit. Bottom line. Mm. Um, She's Nina Tucker. Oh. <laughs> I mentioned that for me. Woof, woof. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of Nina what? Tucker. Uh, so, uh, just Hardy? You know that's bad, Alexander. Teen drinking is very, very, very bad. <laughs> Yo, I got a fake ID, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Brina Palencia and dogs, um, I really oh, want the episode really? of um, where she's drunk to be dubbed over with the BuzzFeed <laughs> video of girl, drunk girls getting puppies. I never learned to ride a horse. <laughs> Dr- I have drunk. Why did you drink the whiskey? Thing. I can't protect them. Oh, no, God. what you guys, you girls need to listen to. Um, you need to watch O Ed O Rocket, and you hear drunk Brina in that. Oh yeah, that's Princess right. Princess Moonbeam. Yeah. She's like, yeah. she's like, yay, Princess Moonbeam. Um, I gave I Brina a picture of uh, a picture of Sora when I met her. I love when they get turned into cats because they all had to make cat noises <laughs> and speak as yeah, if they yeah, were yeah, 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 Back yeah, to Brina yeah, 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 yeah. Um, For me, Brina was not what I expected to 
It's not what I expected, but I enjoyed it. I probably would have liked it a bit more. I, like, actually, oh. it was exactly uh, what I expected because uh, I did expect something of uh, Brennan's natural register. At the same time, it's like, it wasn't what I expected, but then like I was listening to it. And this is where the whole me thinking Tatum could potentially be the writer kind of thing came in. Because it sounds slightly similar to Juliet from Romeo X Juliet. It's a. S that's why I That's why I probably thought Chris Burnett was gonna be Zen. Because wasn't he Romeo? Yes. Oh yeah. That explains everything. Yep. So, that's why I was like, damn. It it worked. It just it started off a little bit odd for me, but it worked towards the end, and I fell in love with it. And holy mm. mother of God, like Katie said. We have a freaking healthy relationship going on here. We thank God. We go from shitty, shitty, crazy time in Future Diary for both Josh and Brina to happy fairy tale. My God! Oh my God! Redheaded babies. Adorable. Red babies all Times. the way. Because, because for those who may not know, this is not the first time that Josh and Brina have played a romantic couple in a series. They were all yeah, romantic couple. Yep, they were also. The two leads in Future Diary. Yeah, I'm Brino is Juno and uh, Joshua is Yuki. And the funny thing is, I, because I don't like that series, and those two, those were the weakest performances of that dub to me, to be completely honest. And now we come in here and it's like a complete 180, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> I wish this is what Future Diary was. Good lord. Oh, yeah, I just love it. It was, I loved Brina. It was great. I, uh. It was great. I, I liked it a lot, too. I think it was good. I don't know if it was as good as Hayami's performance. Because mm. it is slightly different. It now, is Hayami, different. Hayami's is a little bit more girlish and, uh, and, uh, and kind of more innocent, I would have to say. But, um, maybe. maybe. But, Brina, uh, but what Brina at least does is Kashira Yuki is very, very strong-willed and independent. Yeah, that is she, what I did appreciate. Is yeah, that, that is the personality that Brina like, brings out of her performance of Shira Yuki, and that is what I think is the best part of it. Shira Yuki is able to be a total tough girl without even raising a finger. Batting an Absolutely. eye. Yeah. And, and, and mm -hmm. she doesn't have to fight. She doesn't have to... You know, phys get into a physical altercation with anyone. She hardly even has to raise her voice. She's just extremely strong-willed. The only time she does is to Lord Bird Hunty. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Like that was because she, she was behind a fucking she door. She will stare you down, and you mm -hmm. will notice her. Mm -hmm. Like Lord, like Haruka and Izana both learned that fucking lesson. Mm -hmm. Like so much. And Rina definitely brings in the strong qualities that Shiryuki has, and it works really well. And some of the slight girly moments, they are kind of 50-50, depending on what you're looking at. Right. But drunk Brina is best Brina. Right. <laughs> drunk Brina is still best Brina. And we actually have Brina and Josh playing a fantastic couple. It works- That proposal scene, yo, all needs to be said. Go watch it. Yes. Just, ah. Uh, I guess that's okay. Overall, how do we feel about this dub? Loved it. Best from what I've seen, it does look like a, a very solid dub. Best broadcast dub One of the so best far. I've watched. It's very, very good. Yeah. One of the best it's broadcast amazing. dubs I've seen so far. I actually like the show, so and I didn't like it as much in the Japanese. So they're just saying that. Yeah. 
I think the cast overall, wonderful. Chris George, even though he's still fairly new as a director, oh my god. Props to you, sir. Give him a raise. Give him a raise. Give him more good shows Buy to work on. Buy that man a beer. Give him more <laughs> wonderful shows to work on, please. Because I want to see this, I wanna see this man direct more now. Now I have a prediction for my Grimgar director. There you go. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I think, I think that pretty much covers... Uh, this double. Oh, and, and one one uh, role that we didn't touch on was Justin Briner in one of the episodes as Shuka. Yep. So. Yay, baby! <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Hi, Justin! Hi, Justin! Hi, friend! We, we, we were going to put Shuka in here, but we're already running up press for time as it is. Yeah, and I've got to actually go record another podcast, so... Yeah. Time to wrap this up. If you are interested in catching the simulcast or the broadcast up of Snow White with the Red Hair, you can do so on Funimation's website, or I think at least the sub the Japanese is at least on Hulu as well. And don't um, and don't forget second season debuts in February. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you want to see the first season, uh, the simulcast is completely up and it's free. The broadcast up is completely up, but it's behind the elite subscriber paywall. Um, which, if you're interested, there is a 14-day free trial to do so. Um, and just so you know, if you do decide to do the 14-day free trial, it does ask for credit card information. So if you don't want to pay a monthly fee, make sure you take it off, it. you idiot. Um, in terms of season two, season two, the simulcast is currently airing, and as Hardy said, the broadcast dub, as we know, as we know of anyway, is starting uh, in February. And maybe a potential double it's talk. Po- it is also a potential double talk show. Which, if you want to take that survey that Double Talk put up, vote for Snow White, because good lord, they need something different to watch, and this is a good... Vote for Grimgar! Vote for Dimension W! I say... No, vote I for Grimgar! Snow White. I vote for Grimgar, I vote for Dimension W, what else? I voted Snow White, Dimension W, and I was like, screw it, I'll put Assassination Classroom back in there. Assassination Classroom? Oh yeah, too. that's why I put Dimension that. W and Grimgar, so... But, anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, if you're interested, you, you need to watch, first of all, you need to watch the show. Mm-hmm. It's it, very it, good. Not, not just because the dub is so good, it's just the show in general is really good. Let me put it to you this- That show Joe Sainz let, let me put it to you this way, folks. This is a show I could show my mom. Yeah! <laughs> and e- I, I showed my mom ghost stories. But yeah, the fact that Hardy had said before we started recording this, that this is a show he can show his mother. That ought to tell you how good this show is. Party, are you going to actually show your mom? I might. I might actually buy the box set when it comes out, and I'll lend it, it to it. Do it. Do it. Yay. I want to try. I'll try and show my mom, too. I'm going to show my mom, but she can actually watch the streaming with me. Um, But but yeah, this, this Snow White in general is such an amazing, amazing show. It's just a very, very nice... It's a cla- it's a spin on a classic fairy tale romance. Marry me, Mitsuhiko. <laughs> Marry me, Zen. Though we all need our own obis <laughs> as well. Oh. I need ten thousand obis. <laughs> Hashtag ten thousand obis. <laughs> Hashtag redheaded babies. Um. Okay. Anyway. I'm doing that yeah. now. But anyway, uh, that's it for us. Um, if you want to follow each of us on Twitter, um, Hardy is at Spaceman Hardy. Katie is at Pika Hikari KT, the letters KT. Um, Megan is Queen Era 2, Q U E E N I R A, and the number 2. And I am at Lilac Anime Review, but with review spelled as R E V U E. Thank you, Katie, for coming back. It's been a long ass time since we've had you here, of course. Thank you, as always, Megan and Hardy. 
it, it's always fun having you two around. Uh, of course. <laughs> I love you. I'll see you in two months. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, in terms of what will be coming up next, I mean. DW. I don't know what's going to be. I don't know if we're going to have anything between that, though. Party. Yo. Party. A marathoning prison school on a Tuesday. Oh. Marathon carnival. Do the episode with us. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Okay. Because um, it, it could go in a couple of different directions. It could be one of the many, many broadcast steps coming up in the winter season. It could be... Because we're possibly tossing around the idea of doing a triple whammy for the Double Talk block that is currently finishing up. And then there's also your line April, in which we, we might need to drag Noah out of the basement for. <laughs> well, we need to see... I need to actually watch a couple episodes first. So, um, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We're, we're gonna... We'll, we'll figure things out. But, um, yeah. That's it for us here. Um, I guess we'll see you, see you next time at some point in time. So if you want to say your Bye. say your goodbyes, Bye. keep it manly. Marry me, Mitsuhide. <laughs> <laughs> I, I both love and hate you, Josh Greeley. <laughs> Why must I be heartbroken more? Just kidding. We love you, Josh. Why must I be heartbroken even more? Never mind. Bye, guys. Why must you wound me? Bye. Otaku on.